0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Everyone, to another... We are having a shiur tonight, special shiur, um, about... We're going to do Haggadah of Pesach. We're going to say a few things about the Haggadah. And as well, I'm going to go through a few halakhot that you have to know during the seder, so you get it very, very quickly. Please uh, shut those doors... Uh, shut the door, please. Over there, thank you. Alright. Rabotai... First, we're going to start off like this. I'm going to go through it very fast, so you know. Now, Kadesh. Let's go quick, and then we'll go to the some insights for the Haggadah Pesach. Kadesh. First is Kiddush. What's Kiddush? Mitzvot, Tzichot, Kavana. According to Shoharuch, we hold, Shoharuch held, that mitzvot need Kavana. And one of the things is, mitzvot has said from the Torah, Mekadesh, the Yom Tov. So we're saying, have in mind, when you start Kadesh, the leader of the household, or whoever's leader... Um, uh, rabbi, I have, your own mine. I have yourselves in mind. We're fulfilling mitzvah from the Torah. Now, the next thing in the kadesh, you must understand that um, our menhags faradim are what we do is. I know Ashkenazim, but I know faradim. What we do is, uh, we don't pour our own wine. We let others pour for you, right? You're right. You have your friend next to you. You have your cousin next to you. You have your. Right? Right? But of course, it's not respectful for your father to pour for you, you know? Okay, oh, my father's right next to me, I'll tell my father to pour for me. No, no, no. My mother will pour for me. No, no, no. It's not respectful, you know what I'm saying? You know, you have to take your mother now to pour for you now. Everything in the whole year. No, Allah, ma, Allah, I have to, Allah, you gonna, you're... no, no, no. What's the whole reason why first it's a sign of khirut. What's khirut? Freedom. Free. I'm sitting down, I'm relaxing, I'm this, I'm that. Pour for me. Pour. So therefore, the minhag is we have custom that others pour your wine for all those um, cups as well. You must lean on to your left. Now I want to tell you something. If you look at the halachot about it, it's amazing how many halachot about leaning. I'm saying the way you lean, the, you have to lean on something. You can't lean in the air. A lot of a lot of people they think the air Jordan over here. So they want to go like this in the air like this. No, 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 You're not allowed. Yeah, matan. Yeah. You can't, you gotta lean on something. You gotta lean on something, on a physical item, things like that, in a, basically in a 90 degree angle. Like real leaning. Like real leaning. You hold on something, you lean it to your left, and you drink. And you drink to your left side. Haseba, <laughs> all this herut, you must do that. This is the halakha. Next, we, are, we go into what? Kadesh Urchatz. Now Urchatz, you must understand that this is, we dip, karpas. I recommend not to take karpas, not the leaf, not the leaves of it, because you have to be careful for what, for bugs and things like that. On that, so therefore the karpas stalk also. But you check the stalk, right? You check the stalk, and you wash below bracha. You have in mind when you're making the bracha of the karpas. Have in mind the, the the maror that you can eat later on in the seudah. Got that? When you eat the when you make the bracha for the karpas, you have in mind the maror. Right? Have one more of after? Now, this halacha, we have halacha of called Yad Shachat Dam. What does it mean? Yad Shachat Dam. Yayin. Devash. This is the DeVot. Yad Yayin. Devash. Shachat. Shin is Shem and Zait, which is olive oil. Right? Shachat. chet is halav, milk. Ted is tal. Yad Shachat Dam. Dam and mine, and water. Meaning to say, if you dip in any of these, seven mashkeh. Teddy, please shut the door, please. If you dip in any of these seven mashkehs, seven liquids, we wash, if you're having kezaid of it, you wash without a berakha. This is Allah Chalamat say even nowadays, by the way. If you're having that kezaid, you have to wash without a berakha. Now let's say, for example, a person is dipping Oreos in milk. Remember, you were a young guy? Maybe you do it now also. Uh, you do it or not? Say it you, a little bit. <laughs> so, you have the Oreos, you're dipping it in, right? In the milk, right? No? Huh? Yeah. Still you, do, you still do it. Okay. He's not embarrassed, he still does it. He dips the Oreo in the, in the what's it called, in the, in the thing. But make sure it's come out. You make kind of Hayashan Oreos, right? I know you, very religious. So, he says like this, good. So, he, he dips it in the, in the milk. If you have having gazed you have to wash uh, Niklai Line below Barakha, without a berakha. Same thing applies with what tea and cock. You ever have cock? Guy puts a tea cock tea, and tea. He dips the cock and tea. Has a whole thing or in coffee, things like that. So in that situation, it's it's water. It's water, right? It's milk. It's this. It's that. So therefore, you would have to wash the time below without a beracha. Now that being said, there are other minhagim that what people what they do is, I this is what I was told that they hence have, we do salt water. So they said, Oh, we do lemon juice, lemon juice, and water. They mix it in. So, in that situation, you have to tell them you can't put most lemon juice and then a little bit water, even though you want sour and this and that. Why? Because if it's mostly lemon juice and a little bit water, lemon juice is not one of those seven that we just listed on Yach Adam to dip in with, with washing. You understand? That's why you have to put most water. And you want to put a little lemon juice with that for those people who have them in Hag. Put lemon juice with But otherwise, we don't do that. Secondly is, Kadesh Uchas, Karpas, Yachas. Yachas, we know, is the cutting of the Masot. In this situation, you should have on the night of, at least, for the two nights of Seder. For the two nights of the Seder, make sure you get Shmura, you know those handmade shmurah Shmura Matzahs, get the Shmura Matzahs, Teddy please, it's so much noise over there, right, make sure you have, a uh, 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 Shmura Matzah that night, you should be having, because you have to have a Lishma, it has to be, it has to be made, in order to be your the Mitzvah, of Matzah, you have to have, what, well, you have to have, make sure that it is, in Shmura Matzah, the shem Mitzvah, Matzah, so therefore, recommend, and you get it, and you have that, for the seders, for the two seders at least, for the first two nights of the seders. Now, what are we up to? Gadesh, Wachas, Magid. Now Magid, you have to understand. Magid is one of the mitzvot that we say, ha." teach your children, teach the kids. You have to understand something. Our, in our life, we, 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 we pass it on to the next generation. Besides us, but we also pass it on to the next generation. And the kids, it says a very special beracha. The question is, why don't we make a beracha? We make a beracha on the matzah, we make a beracha on the matzah, we make a beracha on almost every mitzvah. And this is a mitzvah. We don't make a beracha on it when he's when he's saying the, the magid. You know what the answer is? Good question. You know what the answer is? You say it in chidush. where Zeke let's see how it's signed, right? We mentioned Yetzirah Mitzrayim in the Kiddush. So since we already said it over there, we don't say it again. So and, 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 yeah, you could, you could, you could. But at the end of the day, it's automatic that that, that you Yetzirah Mitzrayim. And therefore, try to get besides you. By the way, he says, let's say a person's sitting down and he's just sitting down, him and his wife, let's say, for whatever reason. He's sitting down just him himself. Even him himself, him and him, his wife. He still has got to speak about the Magid. You has got to speak about the story of Yetzirah Mitzrayim. You got to sit there and prepare. We'll, we'll say a few things. So you have a few, a little few items that you got to prepare with. But something that you put on the, on the table that the people will be interested in. And they're not they're boring. People will be interested in. Get them involved. Get them interested. I remember my Corona. You remember Corona? That there was no, uh, no, no, it was just like only family, your own family. I remember we were acting it out. I don't know, it says it's a puzzle there. Whatever, it goes on and off. But it says like this. It is that, 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 that I remember my family my, my kids said so, daddy I said yeah says alright they did it on themselves they made a skit you know a skit they made a skit they made a whole entire production and they they made me oh and they made eh, now daddy had to say no 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 I will not let you go and they all like sitting down I'm serious it was an amazing thing they're all sitting down and this and that and it was just like a fun night. It was just a fun, fun night. Make it fun if you can do it. I'm saying, I know sometimes it might be hard eating by somebody, not eating by somebody, things like that. But if you can, make it fun. I remember one one Seder, I was by, the host got up and had a whole entire game show. Literally a game show. John? yeah yeah it was a whole game show and this and then had the whole thing and he had like a spin wheel he got I don't know what he got a spin wheel if you, if you, and all the kids were into it because they had like a whole thing of prize if you get it right this that and what happened in that and it was you just make it animated do it and by the way it's a very big berachat. there's so much segulot on this night of Pesach you can't even imagine You this segulot are beyond and therefore this is the night Let let this is the time to shine this is the time to shine. You know what I'm saying? Shine. Shine your bright. That's the Magid. Prepare a story. Prepare this. Prepare that. Now, next. Kadesh, Rokhats, <laughs> Kabazi, Khats. What are we up to? Magid, Rotzah. Motzi, Matzah. Now, Rokhatsa, this time you make Belacha. Last time you do not. This time you make Belacha. right? And now you will Motzi, Matzah. You have the Kazait, Motzi. Some also have also Motzi and Matzah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Kesayit from Wasi. Kesayit from right? So now you take that Kesayit and Um, and this time as well, you lean to your left. You lean to your left. Good, clear. Again, not on something, not on. Not, I mean, not on in the air, on something. On lean, have that lean a 90 degree position like that, and lean like you're free, like a king. But I always say it's something's hard, so you're drinking wine have the wine, have your position ready, and then bring the wine. Because sometimes if you have the wine in your cup, you have your wine in your hand, and then you start leaning, the wine spills, the wine this, the wine that. Have your leaning position ready, and then grab the wine and then drink it. You understand how you do it? Even the matzah, also matzah, have your kazai ready. This is my kazai, and I do recommend if you want to weigh it in advance, have the kazai ready, or you could even do it Allah uh, saying if you have it's not electric, some of the the Torah you're a lot if it's not electric to even make it on, on the high tortzvah to to see if we, we say twenty-eight grams, thirty grams, right? Um, in any case I told you 28, twenty eight, twenty twenty eight grams. About twenty eight grams, twenty eight grams, right? Give or take, right? You, you do it, you you lean you again, you're leaning to your left in that situation. You're having a gazai matzah, and then you have by the way, have in mind again the mitzvah said from the Torah. This is a big mitzvah. I, I had a friend. I told you of David Franco. I told you one time. I see him. He was in Pesach when we were doing. He's eating matzah. Matzah. I was like, Dave, what's going on? He's like, you understand? You know, he, it's a beautiful point. He's like, let's say, take take anything, right? Uh, sometimes uh, um, uh, sugar will get you hyper. Coffee. Let's him give you an example. Coffee. Maybe maybe wakes people up. You know what I mean? Wakes people up. You know, he's a surgeon for this. Right? He wakes people up. He says, Matzah puts emunah in your bloodstream. Matzah is, what is the emunah, emunah, emunah. This is, you want to have that emunah. You want to make sure that you're eating the right amount, you're eating the the, 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 thing. And therefore, take it seriously. Take it seriously with the matzah. moti matzah. And we have also, korech. What do you have korech? Something happened, no battery. Right? What's korech? Korech. Right? Maror, first we have Maror. Now this is what I I do say. And that is, Maror Hashem, we're living in a time now of uh, greenhouse grown. Greenhouse grown is what? Is they have bug free, right? They'll, they'll, They'll tell you, no checking necessary and this and that and that. Bug free. That's very, very important. I'll tell you why it's important. Because Maror Hashem, back in the day, they bring down the Hatam Sofed. When when he came checking them out, all they had like five of his talmidim. He checked and he sent it to his talmid. We came a row. You check, you check. You check. You check. Five students are checking and Finally, he went to the pile. Why? What's going on? The answer is: If a person eats one bug, if you eat one bug, it's hayav malkut five times, five malkuyot. you know there's five malkuyot. You eat a bug. Oh, five malkuyot is not a joke. The the the, the pain is painful. You know. We don't have Bedin nowadays, but Hashem knows. You know what I'm saying? Hashem says, oh, we don't have Bedin, but I'm still Hashem. I told you not to eat the bud. And therefore, I highly recommend it. Now this, I love to say with a passion. I love the story. Um, about four years ago, I was invited to somebody's house. I went ahead and I told the host, I said, listen, I'm coming in and I'm telling you in advance. I'm buying the greenhouse grown. Are you okay with that? Do you mind if I bring that? I brought like 10 to 15 bags of it. Okay? Literally. Bags and bags. Right? And I put it into the house. I put it into the host's house. Came Lil Said. The night Lil Said came along. I'm sitting there and the one of the person one of the people that was serving was holding all the lettuce. They got a big thing. And I'm like, wait, this doesn't look like my lettuce that I got. So I asked the lady holding the, 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 the thing, I asked her, she was like helping, you know, she was one of the, you know, one of the relatives in the house, I said, excuse me, uh, let me just ask you, is this the, the lettuce that I got, I got greenhouse, she looks at me, she says, I understand, you don't trust, I checked it, I this, I checked it's checked. Hey, what do you want? You want to see if there's any bugs over here? She puts down the the down the whole thing of lettuce. She says, hey, look. Take any piece you want. She takes a piece. She says, look, you have a problem? Right in front of her face, she saw a bug. A green, what? ugly, <laughs> nasty bug. She said, ah! She took the whole entire lettuce. She says, you're right. Put it on the side. She went and she got all my bags and she put in the thing. And she was so happy to do it. She was so happy to do that. Right? Why? Why? Because at the end of the day, you know what it is. How many? You had fifty people at the seder. You know, fifty people at the seder. You got to keep on checking. You know what I'm saying? So what do they do? Oh, let the hadam check you Let the maid check. You. you think the maid cares if you eat a bug or not? Okay. If the person ha- has a light, light box. Uh, and, and, and she checks uh, herself, and she does it on her own, and she sees each lettuce leaf, okay, it's something else. She can do that. You know, sometimes the person wants it more more, more like, uh, like, she can do that, yeah. She takes a light box, she looks back and forth. Sometimes it's hard, you, you're checking so much Marod for the Seder, it's hard sometimes. You know, you have uh, a lot of people by your house does that, so therefore, it's a good idea. Get the greenhouse, Let it let it be done, and like that. You know, you don't don't have to check, you know, chicken, like they say, no chicken has greenhouse grown. Next, that's the maror. Korech, what's Korech? You take kazait of, by the way, the maror, we have a kazait on that. We have kazait maror. Karpas, you have less than a kazait. Maror, you have kazait maror. Then you make masa again. Kazait matza maror, kazait maror. You put it in the... Oh, by the way, the maror, we dip in the haroset. We shake it out a little bit. We put the haroset again. We make a sandwich. And again, we lean to your left. Left. Of course comes the shulchan orech. Right? Kadesh, shulchan, karpas, yachas, magid, ratzah, mozim, ratzah, maror, korech, shulchan orech. What is that? That's eating. E'n zvukha, e'la bebasar in that situation, person eats meat, he eats uh, nice, whatever he's having, whatever the, 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 you're bringing out, something nice for the holiday, you're eating something, the the hag. Now this is very important. Because you have to understand, it says, <laughs> Who's a that sees the future? It's not too hard to see the future over here. What's the future? That in a few minutes at the end, you have the safoon. What's the safoon? What is that? Atash, what is that? Yeah, what is that? Guys, come on! Afikoman! 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 You have to have you have to have Minimum, we have two even, but minimum you have to have kizayt afikoman. Now, how are you gonna have kizayt afikoman? How are you gonna do it, right? If you're full, it's impo- You're too full. There's being too full and there's full. A person could be full and fully the gazait of the matzah, but too, too full. A person's eating the shukhan orech, she's eating, eating. Wow, pass me the rose, pass me the mercy, pass me the yabda, pass me this, pass me that. And before you know, it, he's so full, oh, he can't even breathe. Oh, and it's okay, we're having that fikoman now. Oh, I can't, I can't. Of course, you want to be okay, full. You know, you know what I'm talking about. There's full and there's full, full. You want to be okay, full, have a little bit space. Eat that? Why? Because something called achilah gassah. gassah. You know It's not shmei achilah. Achilah gassah is where a person's overfull and he's eating. It's not considered eating. You know, it's too much. You can't. It, it, it kills the body. Therefore, pace yourself. You're ready up to shalnoh. I don't know how anybody can eat here shalnoh. I'm telling you. After after all the matzah, matzim, matzah, and the and the korech, now you go and have another another right. But therefore, eat your meal, but pace yourself for the afikoman. Now, what do you have? You have. B'kata Mazon. Mazon, make sure you don't miss out on the Yaleh Avo. Yaleh V'yavo is very, very important. If you miss Yaleh Avo on the first night, the first nights of the Seder, just the first night, you have to repeat the Amidah if you miss the, if you miss the night. You still on? Good? Yeah. Okay, if you missed it, the yalevi Avo, you must uh, um, um, repeat the B'kata Mazon. Okay, I mean, if you missed the whole of Amazon, you missed it, oh, I forgot to say the first two nights of Pesach, right? You have to repeat that, and then you'll see it now in the, in the Haggadah. Now, Halil, Nitzah, okay, that's Halil, we praise Hashem, we sing the songs, Oh, there's a lot to talk about over there, but I'd like to say a few pointers on the Hagada itself. And that is, just, 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 what's going on over here? Two, uh, <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh-huh. no no that's fine let's go just a few pointers please um, if you heard the if you heard the halachot of uh, the, the the seder right then and, and you know people that need it send it out to them send it out to them it's quick right we covered it like in like a quick 15-20 uh, minutes you'll you, you knock it out just hear the you know hear the halakhot of the, of the seder so they know what they're doing they know what they're in for it's a very, very important night. Just uh, two, three insights we'll say about the Haggadah of Pesach. All right, first insight. We start off. Now my question was, we were slaves to Paro in Egypt. Who cares where we were slaves? We were slaves to Paro. Does it make a difference if it was in Egypt or if it was in New York or if in Florida we were slaves? What's the point that we were slaves to Paro? right? Pharaoh was uh, were torturing us and we were tortured. Who cares that it's in Egypt? Who cares? Oh, <speaking in Hebrew> no, no, you know where? Where were we Egypt. By the way, I think they have a Passover trip to Egypt, by the way. I'm not joking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You say we, you know, we used to be in Egypt. Now we're free. No, we, we, are back to Egypt. No, and yet it's, it's a, it's a funny. I don't know if it's a joke or not. Maybe the advertising as a joke or a trip to Egypt. I don't know. But anyway, what's this whole Egypt business? Why, why do we have to have Egypt? So I'll tell you why. The answer is, you know why? Come on, you to try. Come on Quick. Because nobody ever got out of Egypt. So, oh, okay. That is saying, saying interesting. But then it's just Paro, really, because Paro was the issue. The, the. Then he's saying good. He's saying that at the end of the day, time was very... Once you're a slave to Egypt, Mitzrayim, it's almost impossible to get out. That's how tough they were in Egypt. I like it. It's good. But I wanted to say a different one. And, and if you look, Egypt is a pretty hot climate. It's hot. It's a hot uh, uh, region. And it's, it's boiling hot. If you ever go to Egypt, uh, it's boiling, boiling hot over there. And at the end of the day, we're trying to say... Imagine a slave, right? If he's a slave, let's say, for example, in cold weather, right? Okay, he's, he, you have to understand, it was torture. We're sweating bullets. We're doing this. We're doing that. It was, it was, it was crazy uh, torture, right? We're sweating. We're sweating. We're sweating. It's crazy sweat, you know? And then, besides that, in the heat in Egypt, the heat of Egypt, it's even more. So we're thinking, Hashem, wow, we were slaves to put our shot In Egypt, though, a very, very hot climate, and you still saved us understand what's going on and you saved us from the heat you saved us from the slavery of, of egypt that's what we're trying to say. this is what i believe that's one of the shatim that we could say in the hot climate if we were in cold climate it, at least we're it, well, hot at least we have the you ever you ever work you ever you ever sweat 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 you need like ac so what if you're in uh, canada where it's cold out there when I mean, it's so sort of freezing out there okay you're working okay you're sweating a yeah, big deal but in egypt not only you're a slave, you're also in the heat, heat, heat. Therefore, we were there, but look at the greatness of Hashem. Hashem saved us out. Now it says, What does it mean? What's Hazaka? What's Hashem saved us? Beyat hazaka. a strong hand. outstretched arm. What does that mean? What's going on over there? I'll tell you like this. <laughs> it's what? It's with a strong hand, meaning to say, He gave them makot. Makot. Ten makot. Tach, 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 tach. You know, you don't mess with Hashem. And every makah was mida killing mida. Don't mess with Borei Olam. Especially with his children. No, you're messing around? Okay. No, wait, 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 wait. wait, wait, wait. And therefore, not only do to do that, with an outstretched arm, with crazy, awesome, awesome miracles. Now, we go on. It says, If you know the whole Torah, you know it, still, you have to say the story of Egypt. What, 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 what is, what is? I know it already. I know it already. I know what happened. I know the Maqor. No, no, no. Still, you have to say it. I want to tell you, Allah, Char-Ambam says, everything is zecheh Everything is um, uh, remembering Egypt. Remember everything. Uh, that, that's all zikr for me. But the night of Pesach, you have to feel that you are actually being free at that moment. You have to feel at that moment that you're free at that moment. That you're, that you're liberated. Right now, Hashem literally, I was a slave, I can't believe it. You have to... Put, put it in your brains in your and your and your mind. Uh, I can't believe it. Uh, I was a slam. Now, shame you saved me. You feeling it? So, what's one of the ways of feeling it? When you tell it over and you react to it, you feel it even more. You feel it. You remember like that story? Like I know was, I have stories. Like like I remember one time. Uh, 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 the, the plane, like I was on a plane once and I remember turbulence, we, we went down, I'm just giving an example, you know, and then, you, then you say it again, you're like, you're reliving it, oh my goodness, I feel the same turbulence as I'm talking, you know, you don't talk, You ever hear that? You understand, one time it was my friend, we in the car, he did a spin around, so why are you saying it? You're reliving it, By you saying it, you're like, I'm in that action, I'm in the zone, or you went somewhere with your friends, some crazy place. Oh, you know, what and, you, and, you, and you're saying the story again. I mean, you're reliving that same story. Or a miracle happened to you in your life, and you say it again and again, like the story of the I just told you about the Roman about the lettuce with the, with the, with, the, with the bug. I, I, every time I speak about it, I, I'm reliving it. I'm like, I remember, I remember when I talk about it, I remember the spot, I remember the person, I remember the bowl that she was holding, I remember everything. We're like, oh, like, living. Therefore, time. You have to speak it out. We're reliving it. It doesn't make a difference if you're a Chacham, Navon, you know the whole Torah, still, Mitzvah, let's say, we're reliving it because we are feeling at that moment that we are free at that second. Now, we go on, and that is, Ma'aseh Beribi Eliezer, Beribi Yoshua, Beribi Azar, Beribi Akiva, Beribi Tavon. Now these five rabbis wanted to say, they were in B'nei Brak, and in B'nei Brak, they were speaking about Yitzhak Mitzrayim the whole night until the students came and said, He Now, first of all, this was I was very bothered with and a lot of people are bothered. What is it? Who cares where they were? The whole point is what? They were saying the story of Yitzhak Mitzrayim the whole night. No, Abotein, just know where they were. They were in Benebrak. I have to know that they were in Bnei The point is that, well, we're just saying that you should say the story of Yetzirah and you should go as much as you can, as long as you can. So who cares where they were? So the answer to this question is very simple. They were living in the times, these rabbis, when Beit HaMikdash did exist. And at one point, they were actually in Yerushalayim. They were actually in Jerusalem. Why? Because they had to bring up Pesach. But after, after he's so sad, there's no B'Temikdash, what are we going to do? So now they're in B'nei Brak. And now they're still saying the story. Why? Because they have faith in Borei Olam. Even though now you're right, we have no B'Temikdash. We got kicked out. But guess what? Guess what? I know for sure, just like you saved us from Egypt, you saved us. And even though the B'Temikdash got destroyed... We're in Bnei Brak. we're gonna say the story the whole night, because just like you said here, you'll save us also from Bnei Brak and you'll build the Beta Migdash, and we'll go there and we'll bring the Quran Pesach again. So this is a very this is the really insight of Bnei Brak. Now, if you look, how many rabbis do you have? The be is it? Notice they're all rabbis speaking to each other. You know what I'm saying? The There's a uniqueness to these five rabbis. Why? You have to understand. Rabbi Yoshua, Rabbi Yoshua was from Shevet Levi. The Rabbi Allah Zab and Azariah and Rabbi Tarfon were Kohanim. And being that said, we know that Shevet Levi, which Kohanim also, Levi was part of Kohanim, Kohanim Levi, right? They were, they weren't slaves in Egypt if you think about it, right? They weren't slaves in Egypt, right? Why? Because that was the whole page. Shevet el- Levi was, was saved. But at the end of the day, they're still saying the story. They're still saying, You know what? This is the time. This is your night, Hashem. We're glorifying the night by speaking about you and your miracles that happened to us. We feel as well that we were there as well. And go on. Rabbi Akiva, his father, that, that, that's over here. Rabbi Akiva, his father was, who knows, was a was a convert, and even so, even so, Rabbi Akiva says, even though my father was a convert, I'm going to still speak about the story of sometimes just to show you how hashuv it is. How, how even them, then they, they, they might say, you know what, ah, I was there, right? Ah, they still say the story, and that's why they know they say the story. They story in the, the most mohad way. You know, we speak and speak and talk and talk until, until we fall asleep. That's really the, that's the right way. You talk, talk, talk about the Sipurim of Israel until you fall asleep, and therefore you should be prepared with with hidushim. Now, I will just tell you a few more points. I'm not going to go through the the whole haggadah, even though we really should go through the whole haggadah. We really should go through the entire haggadah from cover to cover, figure out all the hidushim. We should. We have all night. We should. But I just tell you two, maybe one more point, two more points, and 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 that will be that will be it. Like this, one more point is. That it says, we'll learn some a little bit of Musad in this situation, but it says, You're going to read in the Haggadah, it says, Which means, I saved you like a, like a sprout. What happens? The woman, they were giving birth. You know, six times had a shot, and a baby, and had to give birth. They had to go and hide out, really. They hide out. Where they hide out? It says they had they, they went and they went under apple trees and they gave birth to save the baby. But what happens? The Egyptians would hear the baby cry. And they would run after the baby to kill him. And Hashem made a miracle that the the baby that swallowed underground. There's a miracle that happened. You say something like this on the sand, you're like, what, are you serious? Yeah, Hashem was with us! And it got swallowed in, the Egyptians came along, they went ahead, and they, they, they took a plow. They were plowing deep, 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 to, 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 to kill us, to kill the baby. And yet, still, HaFidu Achi HaKadosh Baruch what does He do? He saved us. Now, on this, i like to ask a question. And that is, didn't the Egyptian That, in its own right, is very interesting, amazing, very nice. This is my point I want to bring out. Didn't the Egyptians, right? Didn't the Egyptians um Go ahead and see the miracle. It was an open miracle. They, they, they saw an open miracle that a baby just got swallowed in, 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 under the earth. What do they do? They're still running after the baby. What are they thinking? Well, you think I should not going to make another miracle go deeper? I understand what they're thinking. The answer is like this: If you were to walk outside the street and a dog starts barking. Ugh. And then he says, whatever your name is. Hey, Joey. Hey, Yosef. Hey, the, hey. Are you going to be shocked out of your brains? What are you like, whoa? Imagine a dog starts barking and saying, oh, hey, shalom me. How are you? Be shocked. Bilama Rasha, he's going with his donkey. And he's getting shoved. All of a sudden, he tells the donkey, what are you hitting me for? Oh, he's slapping, he's slapping, he's slapping. The donkey tells him, what? What are you talking about? The dog, he says, stop hurting! Stop hitting me. He says, I'm hitting you because you're not listening to me. Go! Whoa, it, it sounds like Vilam's not even shocked. He's not even shocked? The answer is very simple. The answer is, when a person has a will to do something, and I'm telling you this very honestly, if you have a will, if you want to get anything done in your life, I'm telling you a secret if you want to get anything done in your life, all you have to do is the will, make it stronger. And then you'll see, you'll be able to figure it out and accomplish it. Everybody has a willpower. If you want something bad enough, you'll get it. And if you didn't get it, that means you're lacking and you want. If you want it, You'll see. You'll you'll do. You'll discover. Of course, the last say is Hashem. The last say is Hashem. Of course, but at the end of the day, willpower. Of course, you need to have Hashem. Hashem doesn't want you to have. You'll never ever get in your life. That's for sure. But I'm saying willpower is so strong. I'll I'll get the point. Bilam had such a willpower to curse the Jewish people that he was so focused. He didn't care. The donkey's like, hello, did you know you just, you just hit me? He's like, I know I hit you. Let's go already. Let's get there. He wasn't even shot. What happened? Because his, his want was so strong. He wanted to just curse out the Jews. Let's go, let's go, let's go. When you want, you're so strong. Nothing facades you. Let's go. You have a mission. Let's do it. The Egyptians, they had one mission. To kill the Jewish people babies. They didn't care. You're there. You're not there. I don't care where you are. We're gonna get you. Their willpower was so strong that even, even, think about it. Even the 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 the, the see. They see the baby. They see the baby, and 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 he swallowed it. Open miracle. Let's kill, still kill the baby. They're digging down. They're digging down the ground to get him. What are you crazy? What are you thinking? Make a difference. I want to get this baby. That's it. Finished because their willpower, their want is so strong. Look at it, look look look. Looking by the frogs. Take the frogs. How did it come about? The miracle of frog. A frog came out. They hit the frog. What happened? It says more frogs spat out every time they hit the frog. More spat out. so why do you keep on hitting the frog? <laughs> it hits the frog again. It hits the frog again. It hits the frog again. So the Saibla has an answer because they were so angry and frustrated and and they hit it out of anger. When you're angry, you don't think and you just do stupid things, right? But if you if you think about it, you can make another thing. They they wanted the frog just to die. So they're not even thinking. They just wanted to die. Let's go. Maybe this time it'll get killed. Maybe this time it'll get killed. Because because they wanted it just to die. Maybe, maybe. They want was so strong. Maybe this time. Maybe this time. Maybe this time. Rabatai, it's called willpower. Wanting something. They were doing it for the bad. They wanted to curse the Jews Bilaam. The, the Egyptians wanted to kill the babies. We, in our life, have to have that willpower, the Ratzon, for the good. What's for the good? What's for the good? You know, Lashonara, where does it even stem from? What's going on with Lashonara? Why are you speaking Lashonara? Now let me ask you something. If it was your brother, you're close with your brother, you're close with your sister, would you speak bad about your, 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 your brother, your sister ever? No way. You wouldn't. Why not? Because you love them. It's, it's just a want and this and that. Our want has to be for the love of Hashem. And our willpower has to be so strong. And when you have that want, that you want to have uh, Hashem in your life so much so, you'll be able to defeat all obstacles. But this is the night Pesach night, where you see what Hashem did for us. And you see all the miracles that He did for us. And you say to yourself, wow, this is what you did for me? What can I do for you? What does Hashem want? Only one thing. He wants you to have the yirat shamayim to get close to Him. That's all He wants. That's what He wants. That's all Hashem. And guess what? If you do it, then everything in your life will just open up like, like, whoa. How do I know that? We say it every single day in the Ashtayosh B'viteka. What do we say? Anybody know? Ratzon Yere'av Ya'aseh Ve'et Shavata Mishmav What does that mean? Ratson Yere'av Ya'aseh The Ratson The will of the people who have Yerat Shamayim. Hashem will do Hashem will do That means if you need something in your life, all of a sudden, things just, how would that happen? Because Hashem sees deep down what's your will, what's your want. Hashem says, this is what you want? I'll make sure that everything will be clear because that's what you want. If this is what you want, Hashem says, look, you want to get close to me? You're trying your best? I'll open up everything for you to be that way. What does it say? Petach shel machat. Open me a pinhole the size of a needle. Just a little bit. It might be tough, but open just a little bit and you'll see I'll open up the world for you. I was sitting and somebody came to me and says, Rabbi, I want to filter my phone. So let's go. I took him to Teig on Coney Island between El and I and Rabbi tells us a story. He says, you taking your phone? here. Yeah. I said, okay, tell your story. I said, come on, tell us a story. He says that there was a fellow that just came. It was just it was just last week, and he said that it was about this. Is when I went, went there, so we're talking about the story happened about a month, about three months ago, right? Three months ago, he tells me that this this father came and he said, "Listen, I'm a father. My daughter is 27. My other daughter is 22, and I have another daughter 20." And Elit Shnuchin says I'm going to do this not a t'nai. not a condition as a schut he's going to do it it should be a scoot. for his daughters he tells me that right after that within that weekend fr- Friday, Shabbat, Sunday Friday he gets a call Saturday, Monday he gets a call then guess what? The older one got a date. And a month, two months later, three months later, she got engaged. The other one got engaged. And everything was just opening up. Why? Because the person had a will. When you have a will, Hashem says, you have a will? You want to do my ratzon? Don't worry. Call me Sheba Taher Mesa'inoto. And this is the night where we look back and get involved in Hashem's miracle that He did for you. You have to believe that Hashem did you a miracle. That you were a slave. It's not a joke. It's not like a like a nice story time. I was a slave. I got out of freedom, and there you go. No, no, no. It's really real. You gotta believe that you were heavy holding heavy duty bricks every single day. You're getting whipped with a whip if you weren't working fast enough. You're getting nailed and nailed and nailed. You got to believe that. You know, you couldn't even take a shower when you wanted to take a shower. You know, I'm, I'm sweating, I'm this and that. You couldn't go home when you wanted to go home. You know what Daj would say? When you would walk home, and you had a lady over there, all of a sudden a man over there, he says, oh, uh, Egyptian, please, please. He had an Egyptian over there. He's having a party, let's say. So the Egyptian guy is having a party. Now what does he do? He tells, oh, oh. he says a Jewish guy. Oh yeah, he says. Listen, I need you over here, Please, I'm dead tired. I, 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 I worked all day. Please, I need to go to sleep. I'm so tired. Please, I beg you. I just, just. Get. He's saying, No, you're not going to sleep. I'm making a party right now. I need a stand. What do you need a stand? I need a candlestick stand. By the way, Midrash, bring this down. Midrash, set this over. And they would take the guy who was bald out of his no, no hair, Alright? And and they would put the candle. The wax going on his head, going like this. Ah, your boy, I just want to go home. Hashem saved you from that. Hashem saved you from that. Do you realize what God did to you? He saved you from that labor. Wake up! And that—that's why. That's why they had chosheh because in the middle of the night they—they they, they made us work. getting that. Frogs. You know why they had frogs. They say because they woke up so early, early in the morning. Imagine you're dead tired. You're dead tired. They wake up. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. He, I, what, what do you need? I need you to make me eggs, please. And he's chilling out. The Egyptian's relaxing and he's making eggs. And he. No, no, no. I, I, I didn't say sunny side up. I want scrambled. They make scrambled. So you know what? I don't want scrambled. I want sun... And he's doing it again. And if you would open up your mouth and say, oh, no, 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 no. I don't, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not making you no eggs. I made you four eggs. I made you 15 eggs. What would the Egyptian do? Take out his belt? Huh? Take out his belt? What'd you say? You don't want to make me eggs, and then trust me—you'll never say another word again. You make eggs, whatever you want, master, whatever you want. You want—you have to believe that. You have to believe that that's what you were doing, and God saved you. So now, where's your hakarat Tell me, where's your gratitude to Hashem for that? Where is it? Tell me where is it? So that's where that night is. You start feeling that I was a slave, and now Hashem, you came me out. Now there's only one thing I have. One thing is, I want to be with you. I want to serve you. I wanna be whatever you want me to be, that's what I wanna be. And that's the Saturday night. The Saturday night is the time to reflect, to feel that we were slaves, and finally we got out of freedom! And now we can serve Hashem to the best of our abilities. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnyTime.com